Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Is there any chance at all that you are feeling trapped, that you're feeling caught, that you're feeling stuck? Well, you could be in the hijackal trap. And today I'm going to give you the signs, the symptoms, the feelings, what's really going on to help you see if this is what is happening in your life, what's producing that feeling of being trapped. You know, I'm Dr. Roberta Shaler, the author of the book, Escaping the Hijackal Trap. And that hijackal trap is really what we call narcissistic victim syndrome. And you need to know if that's what you're stuck in. So listen in today, stay tuned, and grab a pen and pencil so you can take some notes and have some things to think about. Abuse, whether it's happening now or it happened to you in the past, maybe by a parent, partner, ex, relative, or even a co-worker. Time to take life back, to recover and to rediscover you, your values, dreams, desires, and realize them in healthy ways, in healthy relationships. I'm so glad you're here. Hello and welcome. If you're listening to Save Your Sanity, you have somebody in your life who causes you to second-guess yourself and question your sanity, right? It may have been a parent, it may be a partner, it may be an ex, it may be a sibling, somebody is causing you to say, what's going on here? This is not okay with me. I don't feel good around this person. This person is always putting me down or finding a way to find fault. And so today I want to talk about the hijackal trap. Now, you know, I wrote the book, Escaping the Hijackal Trap, but I want to give you a slant on the hijackal trap so you'll understand it. And it really is a thing. I mean, yes, my trademark term hijackal applies in this case, but the hijackal trap actually has a name. It's called narcissistic victim syndrome. Narcissistic victim syndrome. That doesn't sound like something you'd like to have, does it? I hope not. (laughs) Um, But you could be stuck in the hijackal trap. So I want to talk to you today about how to know if you are, because it really is a thing. You get caught and the longer you stay, the more you get caught. And if you happen to have a parent who had hijackal behaviors, it made you and set you up to have a partner with hijackal behaviors because subconsciously it feels familiar. So you might find yourself feeling the same way with a partner that you felt about a parent. And if you didn't have a parent like that, you may be raised to think, oh, well, maybe I'm being unreasonable when this person behaves this way. Maybe it's me. Maybe I could work harder, be more compassionate, more loving, more thoughtful. Maybe I just need to step up my game and then they'll be better. But no, they won't because they're if, if they're a hijackal, that's who they are. That's how they're going to behave. And yes, sometimes 
people have a few hijackal behaviors, but they're not hijackals. That's what you find out when we work together. If you want to work with me, you want to find that out, just go to beaclient.com, beaclient.com. But today I want to talk to you about that hijackal trap, how you can get caught in narcissistic victim syndrome. And one of the big ways that that happens is that you get caught uh, in that place of second-guessing yourself. The person, the hijackal, tells you you're wrong, tells you you're mistaken, tells you you see things wrongly, tells you you remember things badly, uh, forgets to do things, and then tells you you never asked them to or they never agreed to. And so you're always in that kind of flip-flop situation. It's what we call black or white thinking as well. It's all or nothing. You know, you you promised to do it and you didn't do it. There's no in, no in between, like maybe the child got sick or maybe your car broke down. None of that. And the, the hijacker always says, it's your fault. Everything is your fault. And so you get into that mental questioning, oh, is it my fault? Did I do something? Should I be different? Am I the bad person? Am I the one who's always wrong? And you get into that situation. And if you find yourself in that situation all the time, you may be caught in the hijackal trap. It's a very uncomfortable place. And but because you're a good person, you want to be the sure that you're self-reflective and that you've looked at your own behaviors and you may be overly doing that. And that's what I want to caution you against today. Because if you get caught in the hijackal trap, you will overthink this. You will take too much responsibility for it. And then you can get caught in narcissistic victim syndrome. Now, you know, I've done a lot of episodes about passive aggression and videos on my YouTube channel. If you like videos, go to my channel. It's called For Relationship Help, F-O-R Relationship H-E-L-P. Just go over there, watch the videos, join in my live stream every Monday evening at 6 p.m. Pacific and um, share your stories or your insights and everything in the chat or ask me questions. But over there, I've, I've done a lot about passive aggression. I've written about it. I've written books about it. They're all available on Amazon, but one of them in particular is called Stop, That's Crazy Making, How to Quit Playing the Passive Aggressive Game. Well, all hijackals are passive aggressive. Now, mind you, not all passive-aggressive people are hijackals, but all hijackals are passive-aggressive. And as I say in so many of the things I've written and, and the videos I've done on passive aggression, if one of you quits playing the game, the game goes sideways or stops. And the same thing is true here with this hijackal behavior. If you say no, if you say this is not all right with me, if you start to recognize what's happening and you start with small boundaries, you put them in place, you change your behaviors, you change what's acceptable to you, then you can say no to the hijackal trap and get out and you can definitely turn your back on narcissistic victim syndrome. It's not easy. I'm not going to pretend that it is because probably you've been engaged in it for a while and it's really changed you. 
and it's caused you to second guess yourself at deep levels and you do need help to get out of that and that that's the kind of help that I provide now what's another thing that happens you've probably heard the word trauma bonding that's where you actually bond with your captor that's where you actually bond with the hijackal. And now what makes it so strange is that you fell in love with the hijackal first. So you wanted that bond. You created that bond. You longed for that bond. You were delighted when you made that bond. But you didn't know it was going to be a prison, did you? And so now you have been put down and torn down and worn down so much that it all has become a bit traumatic and yes, you may be saying, oh, no, I can handle it. And oh, no, it's my fault and all of that, which is just what the hijacker wants you to be doing. And so you have become bonded to the trauma because you're bonded to the captor, the person who is holding you hostage, the person who trapped you in that hijackal trap. And that will lead to narcissistic victim syndrome. Not a pleasant place to be, not easy to get out, but you can get out. And the first step is understanding it. Because you probably have been defending your abuser. When other people tell you, oh no, he or she behaves like that, that's bad, that's awful, that's terrible, get out. You, I bet, if you think about it for a minute, you've defended their behavior. And sure, because you are a tried and true partner, you think you should defend your partner. But you can't defend indefensible behavior forever or you have become part of it. You see that, right? It is indefensible that a person is putting you down. It's indefensible that a person makes everything your fault and won't listen to reason and takes no responsibility, has no accountability for their behaviors. They just make everything your fault. Now, this is never going to be good. And this is what gets you trapped. That's the hijackal trap. And then you get into that push me, pull me kind of place. You hate the life you're living but you're afraid to leave in case you're wrong. Familiar? Okay, I really can't stand this a minute longer. Oh, but what if I'm wrong? What if it's me? What if I'm reading it incorrectly? Or you take the other position, the empathic position. Oh, this person's just so damaged, so hurt, so terrible. Maybe I can help them. Wouldn't it be awful if I left them too? They've been left before. There's a reason they've been left before. It's their behavior, not your behavior. So you can get caught in that push-pull thing of hating the life you're living but afraid to leave in case you're wrong or hating the life you're living but afraid to leave because it might be difficult. Hating the life you're living but then thinking maybe the hijackal is right. Nobody else would want you. Is that familiar? Because that happens way too frequently. And then maybe you protect your hijackal from public perception. Maybe you sugarcoat it. Maybe you gloss over their behaviors. Maybe when you're talking about them, you make excuses for them or rationalize their behavior or justify their behavior. That's what I call dancing for two. 
You're not letting somebody else take the consequences of their behavior. You're jumping in and saying, oh, let me put myself in front of you. Let me be your shield from the people seeing you for who you really are. Any chance that's happening? It's very, very, very... Um, well, <laughs> gee, it happens too often. You know, you get so used to almost defending your choice... You don't want anybody to believe that you choose wrongly, that maybe that wasn't the person. Maybe they, you bought into their stuff and you didn't see the red flags and you feel a bit foolish. Maybe you don't want to say, yeah, I made a mistake. Maybe that's just not something that comes easily to you. And for most people, it doesn't. So that's okay. But if, as you're listening to this today and you think, yeah, I don't want to admit I made a mistake. I don't want to admit other people are right about this person. But they are, and I don't want to go on another minute defending this. I don't want to stay a narcissistic victim. I don't want to stay trapped in the hijackal trap. Now, I mentioned, of course, I wrote a book called Escaping the Hijackal Trap. <laughs> it's on Amazon. You can go and find it escaping the hijackal trap. Read that. It'll inspire you to get started and then come and we'll work together and figure that out or go over and take my course, um, Transforming Relationships, Seeing the Cycles. Maybe start there. Really do all of the, watch the videos and do all of the worksheets and really get to understand what's going on in your relationship. You'll find that at my website, transformingrelationship.com. Just click on store, transformingrelationship.com. So it's that push me, pull me. It's that I want to protect the hijackal from other people seeing them as a bad person, or I want to protect myself by by not admitting that I, I didn't see the red flags or I didn't believe the red flags or I've been really dancing as fast as I can to excuse the behaviors of the hijackal. These are normal things to do. Don't be embarrassed by them. Don't beat yourself up about them. They're normal. You want to believe you made a good choice. You want to believe that person really loved you. You want to believe all of that. That's normal. But it's not normal to be put down. It's not normal to be blamed all the time. It's not normal to be controlled. It's not normal to have someone coercing you or manipulating you or exploiting you or using you. Those things are not normal. They're not okay. And you need to escape the hijackal trap. And then what about all the gaslighting that goes on? When you say you see something one way and they tell you how wrong you are? Oh, no, it's not like that, you silly person. If you could really see the situation, you'd know it's like I tell you it is. It's what is gaslighting. It's when someone else, a hijackal particularly, wants to tell you what you think, what you see, what you feel, what you need, what you want, what you think, everything. They want to define your reality for you. They want to tell you who you are and how you process information. Now, nobody has the right to do that. Absolutely not. A relationship should be a partnership where both people are equal, things are reciprocal and mutual. 
But in a hijacker relationship, that'll never be the case because the hijacker always has to win. So the hijackal always has to be on top. So if they can define your reality for you, if they can tell you, I know you better than you know yourself, and here's what you really think. Ooh, no, run, uh-uh. And here's what you say. You don't say all those things I just said. <laughs> you say, that's not the way I remember it. That's not the way I thought about it. That is not actually what I said. You don't argue with them. You make a statement. No, that's not what I think. No, that's not the way I want things to go. No, that is not my impression of what happened. And you just make statements like that so that you are affirming yourself in your own reality at that moment. But a hijackle, part of the trap is that they want to build this reality for you and have you buy into it. They want that. They want to be able to define your reality for you. And if you allow them to do that, if you give them the right to know better than you or to think better than you or to be able to see more uh, forest and trees, if you believe that they have a better perception of the world, then you are buying into exactly what they want you to. That's what they're selling. Don't be buying it. Be your own person. Believe yourself. If it looked like this to you, say it looked like that to you. If you remember it this way, say you remember it this way. If you feel this way, say you feel this way, no matter what other people tell you, and particularly no matter what a hijackle tells you, because that's not going to go anywhere good. So if you happen to be a person who is maybe sensitive Maybe you take on the emotions and feelings of others easily. Maybe if you're highly tuned to people's emotional states, you will have a tendency to make too many excuses for this hijackal behavior, and you will get caught in that trap. And it's because you're you're willing to jump into think about the other person in deeper ways and are sensitive to them, but then you forget about yourself. You know, compassion is one thing, but it has to be balanced with self-compassion. And if you don't balance it with self-compassion, then you are going to get into a deficit. When you get into a deficit, someone's going to take advantage of you. When you get taken advantage of, first of all, you're going to resent it. Secondly, you're going to get buried by it. So do not go there. Don't allow that. If these things are sounding familiar to you, we need to talk. As I said earlier, that's easy. For new clients, I offer a one-time, one-hour full session at a very good rate. Just go to beaclient.com. This is complicated stuff. Not every mental health professional can help you with this, but this is my specialty, and I want to help you. I want to help you do it in the most efficient and effective way. So go to beaclient.com. So what are some other things that would show that you may have gone in the direction of narcissistic victim syndrome? Well, maybe you have flashbacks of behaviors and traumas. Maybe 
you you see things coming. Maybe you're hypervigilant. Maybe you're always got your shoulders up by your earlobes, afraid to go home, afraid what's going to happen, afraid what they're going to say, not wanting to see them. Maybe you're already in extreme fear. Maybe you have fear for your personal safety. I'm sure you have fear for your emotional safety. Do you find yourself feeling nervous, anxious, much of the time, particularly at home, or particularly when you're out and you're thinking about going home? Now there's a big red flag. And even when you're out, are you always kind of scanning the environment for potential threats? Are you always second-guessing what's going on and people's motives? Maybe you've been set up for that because that's certainly something that if you've been around too many hijackers or raised by one, that will happen to you. Or maybe you've gone in the other direction. You've just given up. Maybe you're feeling depressed and maybe you're feeling guilty. You know, maybe the hijackle has told you so often that everything is your fault that you've begun to just be a ball of guilt. Well, you probably heard me say on, on the videos or other episodes that I don't believe guilt is a feeling. Guilty is a verdict. You did or you didn't do something. Guilt does not need to be a feeling. Go back to the, the verdict. Did I do it? Didn't I do it? If I didn't do it, then I'm not going to think about it again. If I did do it, I need to rectify it or change. That's it. It's over. But if you allow people to make you feel guilty all the time, you know, there are some parents who build that right in. They parent by guilt. And if that became part of your upbringing, you may still fall prey to that. Maybe you've started to be unhealthy. Maybe your body is screaming at you. Maybe you've got persistent pain, or maybe you have no energy, or maybe you feel always just off somehow. Maybe body aches and pains. Maybe autoimmune things are happening. Now, on the other side, I know, I hope it isn't happening to you, but it does happen to some where people start to self-mutilate. The pain is so great and they don't seem to be able to deal with it emotionally or verbally or make a difference in the relationship. So they start to hurt themselves. And that doesn't mean that they have to engage in extreme behaviors like cutting, but they may just way overeat or they may take physical risks or do something because they don't care whether they live or die. That's not good. And on the other side, you may have anxiety or panic attacks because it's built up so much in you that the smallest thing can set you off. That could be a sign that you have, or you're caught in the hijackal trap. Or maybe you've just given up. You don't care. I mean, your, your constant response to everything is, oh, whatever. You know, you just, you've given up. It's not like the kids who who say whatever. I mean, they're, that's just disdain. But you may have come to the place where, well, this is how it is. And you, you just are in that numb state. Or maybe you find that you don't remember things well anymore. Maybe your, your memory's kind of gone or your attention, your ability to concentrate is gone. That can happen because you're always on edge. And if your body's using energy to look for potential threats, it doesn't have the energy to stay 100% present with every conversation. 
that happens. Sound familiar at all? You know, I have clients all over the world because I work through video conferencing. So many of them tell me that they have sort of anxiety disorders of various kinds. Maybe maybe they just feel anxious much of the time. Maybe they have full-blown anxiety attacks. Maybe they have fibromyalgia-type pains or autoimmune things going on. Know that your emotional state, being trapped in a relationship or allowing yourself to stay trapped in a relationship where you are constantly feeling unsafe, will cause your body to respond. And that could be happening. Maybe you just feel like you're going nuts half the time. <laughs> and that happens too. Or maybe you can't sleep. Maybe you have insomnia. Maybe you have nightmares. Maybe you have recurring nasty dreams. Or you have suppressed anger. Do you ever find yourself watching a crime drama and somebody is just beating somebody else and you have this feeling like go for it go for it go for it that's often suppressed anger <laughs> you would like to beat somebody up but there you are cheering it on and you think oh that's awful that's terrible I shouldn't be cheering for that but there's a part of you that just wants to be able to rage like that and get it out of your body that could be happening so if you find yourself constantly second-guessing yourself and questioning your sanity, you might be caught in the hijackal trap. I've given you some great resources. Certainly work with me, beaclient.com. Go listen to other podcasts. You'll find them all on my website on the podcast tab. So just go to transformingrelationship.com. Click on the store Go to the Seeing the Cycles program. Take that course. Work through all of the worksheets. That's a good thing. Hop on over to my YouTube channel for Relationship Help. Watch the episodes. You know, I do all of this so that you can have someone who can help you see clearly what's going on. I don't want you to stay stuck in the hijackal trap. I want you to see it for what it is and know how to get out. And I just am so glad that you're listening to this because it means you recognize something's going on that is not good for you. You don't want it. You don't want to sustain it. And you are ready to change it. So if these things today these signs and symptoms that you are in the hijackal trap, that you may be developing narcissistic victim syndrome, these things are real. Don't think you're making them up. They're real. And it is time to start moving in a healthier direction. I'm always here to help you. There will always be another episode to listen to. And I'm so glad you found Save Your Sanity podcast. And I look forward to hearing from you. You know, go to Facebook and go to facebook.com slash Save Your Sanity podcast. Join in there. I put up all the episodes there, but you can talk to me there. You can write in the comments. So go on over there. And until the next episode, take very good care of yourself. Believe yourself. When things aren't feeling good and aren't going well, it is not all your fault, no matter what hijackal tells you it is. I'm Dr. Rupert Shaler. 
I care about you. I hope you care about yourself just as much because you're precious and you matter and it's important to behave that way. Talk soon. I'm so glad you spent this time with me today. I hope you heard something that touched your heart and empowered you to move forward. You can have the life and relationships that you most want, and that begins with you within you today. I'm always here for you. Life can get better, and you heard that from me, the Relationship Help Doctor. I'm Roberta Shaler, and I work with clients throughout the world through video conferencing. We can talk. So learn more at 4relationshiphelp.com, F-O-R, relationship, H-E-L-P.com, or visit me on YouTube at 4 Relationship Help. Join me for next week's show.